Has looked. Uh, he's in the freezer. Did you say cool off? No, I didn't say anything, actually. Shame. There was a bit earlier on that you missed when uh, I distracted him with the cuddly monkey, and then I, I said, playtime's over, and I hit him with the peace lily. You're off the fucking chain! Check, check, one and two. Check that sound. Check one, check two. Chiggity, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. Good one. I like when it just flows out of there. You don't have to think about it. (laughs) Good stuff. How you been, man? Not as good as you. Yeah, it's been a little while. Well, I was good before, and now I'm back. It's never good when you come back from vacation. It's not. Especially when you come back on a long flight, they're really that that jet lag and that just kind of feeling weird for a while. My sleep schedule, I used to wake up at like 9 a.m., and now I'm waking up at like 11. Yeah. No, I I have some odd feeling that you and I are equally as tired and exhausted <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you probably might even be a little bit more than no, me. I, I, I don't work as uh, long as you for sure i'm out for like four or five hours a night but yeah. i did enjoy not having to do that for a week yeah i'm yeah. almost up to 40 massages a week right now yeah that's crazy yeah. see that's a sore job i know yeah. throwing papers is sore on you but nah not it's not like a deep tissue it's good money though <laughs> yeah sure, good money. and uh yeah so i yeah i spent a week in alaska was Awesome. Got to see glaciers and sled dogs and uh, reindeer. And Did you say plague dogs? Plague dogs. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was a blast. Got to hike on glaciers and spend a nice place, eat good food. Just, yeah. It was awesome. Great place to decompress. I think next time we'll probably go to uh, Anchorage. Mm-hmm. Anchorage is like two hours away from that glacier cabin we were in, and mm-hmm. we were like, that's doable. Yeah. We want to stay at that cabin again because it was yeah, that's, awesome. Yeah, that's a good spot because it's kind of like three hours from Anchorage. Anywhere, yeah, you yeah, know, because yeah. it's three hours from Kenai, but it's also three hours from uh, eight hours from Fairbanks. That's why it's got, I'm glad we went there first, yeah. and then yeah. Um, what is it, Denali, Juno, and Denali? Yeah. It's all around there, yeah. yeah. So, but they got snow, so we got to see shitloads of snow. See, so. I and I like snow, and I actually, watching or looking at y'all's pictures on Facebook, I started to think to myself, you know, like maybe I'll just go a little north and, and go <laughs> check out some snow sometime this year. It's like, great, man. I love it. I was driving it; it's a bitch. But yeah. if you have a four by four, then you don't have anything to worry about. I was just so glad that I didn't have any snow when yeah. I was in Alaska. Well, yeah, you were there uh, fishing. But yeah, it would have been oh, a whole different experience. Been horrible, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they, apparently they didn't expect to get it until like the first week of November. This was like a shocking thing for all of well, them. They knew you were coming. Yeah, I, that's I, what it I was. called them ahead of time. They I said, just... look, <laughs> my boy and his wife are on the way up there. Kick the fan. We got to see the Aurora on the first night in, which is thankful because uh, it was, it was once that snowy weather came, we were like, man, we're going to have some cloudy nights, but yeah, yeah it was nice. Definitely. Now, when you get back from that, you're just wanting to plan your next vacation. You know, yeah. it's like, where are we going next? Yeah. We got to, we got to plan something. I'm trying to figure out how I can work in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? We, we even, uh, we went to that hot springs there. We could like take a dip in the water and they had two individual log cabins, mm-hmm. small ones, like one room ones that just said massage on it. So telling you. They had a couple of people you could go in there and the prices were I mean they're pretty pricey. Yeah. So uh they hundred and thirty five dollars a pop. People will pay it. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, I know you had that idea at one point. Just Heads up Alaska. I'm coming back. Even for a few months just to rack up the money. Oh dude I I told my manager two weeks after I came back, I yeah. said, uh just so you know I'm gonna go to Alaska to work <laughs> just, for three months yeah. next year. Just so you know this might happen. Yeah. Oh she <laughs> said she said as long as you come back. Yeah. I was like perfect. Hey, uh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. So I watched a couple things on the plane, and I was super excited to get to see. Uh-huh. So I, I watched 
Black Widow, which I loved. It was good. Loved dude. it. It was really I, good. I, it was way better than I thought it was. And yeah. I know people were complaining about Taskmaster. I have no idea why. Yeah. Why? It was yeah. awesome. I thought he was, it was a great good. character. Yeah. Everything about it, I couldn't wait. I, I love David Harbour in yeah, it. Yeah, the dude it. from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, the guy dude, from Stranger Things. All of them. Just their their kind of dynamic between each of them was yeah. really good. Yeah. So I I was pleasantly surprised. Did you, did you see the end credit scene? I didn't see it. I, I did, but I'm trying to recall what Supposedly it leads into Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Um, she goes to the grave. Oh, that's right. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It's funny. I, I haven't even seen it, but I know. Yeah, Julia yeah. Louis-Dreyfus oh, is, is, is in it. Uh-huh. She started in that Falcon and Winter Soldier. She became. A, she's like a government agent that's kind Still of... Still haven't watched like that. Like kind of a, an evil government agency type of thing, kind of like... Uh, Bad Elaine. Yeah, it's like Bad <laughs> Elaine. So she's recruiting for something that she shouldn't be recruiting for, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was that one, and then I saw um, I said Ma- the Moderni one, which was the one with Glenn from Walking Dead, and it was just it was a uh, an immigrant Korean family. It was nominated for a lot of the Oscars, an immigrant uh, family, and uh, Will Patton was in it, and it was just a hmm. good drama. So I watched that first, then I watched uh, Black Widow, then I watched Snake Eyes, which was good. Nice, yeah, it was good. You know, it wasn't Wait. fantastic. It was the best GI Joe movie they've made. Oh. Yeah. I thought you said Snake Eyes, and I was like, no, you're no, talking no. about the Nicolas Cage movie? That's no, random. I've, I've seen that one yeah. a lot. No, the Snake Eyes G.I. Joe movie. I liked it. Yeah? I thought it was good. Like I said, it was the best G.I. Joe movie they made, yeah. for sure. Yeah, probably. And it was, you'd love it, because it was all in like Japan, and it's all samurai stuff, and yeah. it's all him. To be honest, I forgot they'd even dropped. Yeah, yeah. basically it was him and... Um, and the guy who was going to play Storm Shadow, I guess. They nice. Never, they never said Storm Shadow, but they like. But you knew together. that was him. That's yeah. how they're working it. And they'll have more of them. I thought it was good. And then I watched uh, Quiet Place Two, which I loved. Oh, I thought that was really. I thought good. it was really yeah, good. I yeah, I thought that was good. I love Killian Murphy. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. His character so was fantastic. They just cast him in the new Christopher Nolan movie, which is not a big surprise because he's been in the last like four, yeah. five Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. He he knows good when he sees it, so they snatched him up. So I know it's TV, but. Did you start Squid Game yet? No, we have so backed up on everything we need to watch. I saw the trailer for it, so I know it, what it is. You need to put it at the top of your TV uh, I know list. what it is, uh, and yeah, it does look good. It's so good, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what everyone was saying, yeah. so that that I'm definitely going to check out. And there was some, I swear there was some other stuff that I was checking out, but yeah, it was a long-ass flight, so I'm thankful for any time they can play movies on yeah. the flight. So. Oh, yeah. And the, the pickings were kind of slim when, when on the... Thing. So yeah. I was like, what, the first what airline did you fly? Uh, Delta. Yeah, and they I should, did too. The first flight is the one where I watched the uh, the immigrant like uh, Korean family because that was like the best one I could find. And then the second flight it had uh, it had Black Widow and Snake Eyes. I was like, I'm gonna set yeah, right? yeah. I'm gonna have a blast. So I I just worked through the, uh, both those movies. It was awesome. Hell so, yeah. They uh, uh, they have any sidekicks in those movies? They might have sidekicks. Oh, so, Snake Eyes totally has some sidekicks in those movies. <laughs> <laughs> some of the sidekicks movies I picked, I think, were actually on the flight, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, these are some popular. Nice. I, I love this category, man, just because I'm always a fan of sidekicks. Me, too. And you could go anywhere with this. This is definitely workable for a part two, part three. Oh, so yeah. We'll, we'll label this as a part one, but we'll, I tried, we'll revisit this. I tried to stay away from, like, buddy movies, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, Lethal Weapon was out. Yeah, I mean, but you could have. Yeah, could've. you could, you know. Yep, and, like, Wayne and Garth, you could have picked Thought Garth about that or one, Wayne. too. But, see, those, to me, are just, like, kind of buddy movies. There were certain you know? ones I went to, and then I... T- 
I toiled over the idea of who to make the sidekick. Right. You know, because there is that argument on several well, of them, but who is the sidekick and who's not. And so know? one one that didn't make the list, and we don't need to talk about the movie, but like Tremors. Yeah. Val or Earl. You Val know what or I mean? Earl. Yeah. I, I tend to say Fred Ward was I more the I tend to say Fred Ward because he laid less money in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could go with that. Yeah. Who's getting paid more? Well, you're half right. <laughs> Who's, <laughs> whose name got on the title? Right. First? Exactly. Yeah. No, there's so many you could go through. I, I think like in in different genres too, horror, oh, yeah. comedy, any of those. Man. Yeah. So action for sure. There's a lot of sidekicks. Yeah. No, we could definitely. I, I, yeah, I'd we be, could revisit this. We for, could do plenty for several. If Dave was doing this with me, he would already be arguing. We'd be like, we, we need to do five. We need to do part five. Yeah, we need to do five. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> he could jump on. A yeah, I, I, like I was gonna say Trading Places too, but we Trading talked, Places. But we've talked totally about that one. movie two hundred times. Yeah, I'll no. still find any excuse I can to talk. No, about there's it, so. several of them. And especially if we're, that's when it's good to rework some of those ones in if we're being specific about what we're talking about. Yeah. Like if we're just talking about that sidekick or something, it's not like the overall movie itself. So. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to pick Morte or Rande? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Want to start right off? I want, yeah. I'm eager to, to hear your uh, your pick. All right. So um, I'm just going to go off with a straight fucking classic. Oh. We're going to run it and go uh, Mr. Miyagi oh. from The Karate Kid. Now, the first one you're going with? Or you, you could, I guess we could allow you, could you to go, go multiple the, ones. You could go the series, but Beginner Luck is... Yeah. I mean... It's one of my top five movies of all time, oh, Karate yeah. Kid. It's, I absolutely love it. It's 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 totally up there. I can watch it so much. And I can watch any of them, really. Have you watched the series yet? I haven't. Gotta, man. Yeah. Gotta I, watch the series. That's, I, you know, I, I, re, I restarted it. Very watchable, American. you know, and it's very it's very unique how they were able to, to do that. Yeah. With how, I don't know who brought them the idea to make Johnny the good guy and Daniel the bad guy, but... I would think at first they probably got thrown out of the room until they read the script and they were like, holy shit, this actually does work. Right. And you, and being such a fan of Karate Kid going into it, and I was like, I was on board when it was with YouTube. Right? Yeah, I remember you got the, the free <laughs> I got the trial free and watched the whole thing and it. canceled it. Then they it. brought it to like Netflix, and I was like, oh, fuck, I could have just waited. <laughs> but me and my girl, I remember watching, we were just cruising online and we were both at the same time. I was like, why is... Uh, Cobra Kai trending so hard right now and everyone's talking about it. I was like, because no one saw it on YouTube Red and it just right. dropped on Netflix. Yeah. So it was like that Tiger King thing where everyone in the world watched it on the same week. Yeah. So it, it became popular like again for the second time and it was it was brilliant. I loved it. Uh, and I think it's still going on. I think the new season drops in like December. Like really? Season four. I think they're on season four. Damn. Yeah. So definitely That's check it out. It's probably worth checking out. You though. could cruise through those too. They're very kind of like 30 minute Crucible. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're designed for, I mean, they're adults enjoy the hell out of them because of the eighties nostalgia, but sure. they're, they're designed for like uh teenagers. Teens. And everything. Yeah. It's good though. Hell yeah. Did you ever get to watch that fear street? No. <sighs> watch the, do it now and at Halloween because it's a three part, like it's based on RL Stein's books. Like the, oh, yeah. uh, the books in the, or no, I don't think it's him. That's goosebumps, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think it's another series, though, the Fear Street books. Yeah, that might have been. Uh, I saw Scary Stories uh, to Tell in the Dark. Well, there's three There's three of them. One's called uh, Fear Street 1994, Fear Street 1985, or 1980, I'm not sure. Are they and then movies they're, or are they shows? They're movies. Oh, okay. But they're three-part movies that all interconnect in a certain way. And huh. it ends with the 1665, where they're dealing with witches and possession and everything. Oh, wow. and, and all the different, very similar to like American Horror Story, that 
the actors play different characters in each of them, but they yeah. all somehow connect together. Yeah. It's an awesome series. Really awesome, and it's perfect for Halloween. They should have released it at Halloween. I think they released it like four months ago in the summertime. Yeah. But. Well, you know, people <laughs> get ready for Halloween early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. That's yeah. why I'm thrilled that Halloween, like, uh, the Halloween Kills comes out this week. Yeah. And that my brother-in-law has Peacock TV. Oh, so is I that can, what it's on? Uh, yeah, it's on Peacock. Really? So get a free, if you're out there, yeah, they I wouldn't already, like it, but you can get a free uh, trial for it. I already like, had my free trial with oh them, did you with so, the peacock yeah, yeah. but that's or it's right. paramount I, is it paramount or peacock? i think it's probably paramount i don't that think makes it would be more peacock. sense yeah but i think peacock is yeah i don't know for some reason maybe think peacock i know they have both services so I'll, I'll definitely be able to watch it here at the house but bond came out last friday i'm gonna have to go to the movies sometime soon i might go this week i'm gonna wait till that uh i gotta see bond in the theater there's like no other place. But well, you, you said you've see seen it. like I, everyone since Goldeneye, and that, Goldeneye came out like '95. So, yeah, I've seen a shitload. You're right. It is on Peacock. Yeah, it's Peacock. Huh? It's crazy. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. See oh, it. yeah. It's absolutely, dude. Many a sidekicks in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Mr. Miyagi. Dude. Mr. Miyagi. Let's he's, go back to Miyagi. I mean, he's so just like. I remember watching the movie and being so frustrated with the way he was training Daniel, you yeah. know, like oh, yeah. wax on, wax off and the, teaching him up. It's nothing like down. the first time you see that movie. Yeah. I saw it in the theater and I've talked about it before that I was on my seat with my friends, like interlocking arms and my like heart. Like I was just like holding my breath towards the whole end, but the yeah. whole movie was like that. And what really made it is how likable Pat Morita is. Oh yeah. You know, and you almost can't even imagine, uh, a series without a minute they yeah. just they use a minute they show his picture in it they talk about a minute I, so they do keep the kind of I think, flavor i think my favorite scene in that movie you know after seeing it ten thousand times yeah. you know obviously in in the first time you see it the the end scene is just oh, yeah, fantastic yeah. but you know i i love the part where daniel walks in and he's like what are you doing and he's like trying to catch a fly oh, yeah. he's the like fly with, scene, and he's like with chopsticks and he says Man who can catch a fly with chopsticks can do anything, you know? And he's just sitting there and he's going at the air, going at the air, you know? And then Daniel comes in, he says, can I try? He says, okay. And boom, he gets it on the mm -hmm. first try, you know? And that look he gives him? Yeah, he's, ah, oh, beginner luck. You like, beginner luck. Oh, dude. Man, the scene that got me is when Daniel had fucked with them dressed like skeletons on yeah, the Halloween oh, yeah. dance and got him all the way down to the fence line where he, he was getting his ass kicked. Yeah. And when Miyagi, when you saw him, they showed him just brief enough for the audience to get a glimpse before they could see him. Yeah. So uh, us as the audience just saw him go up and we were just he enough for He was jumping us. off the eight foot fence. Yeah, we could see him climbing up though right before he did that leap off yeah. and everything and you're like, heart stops. You're like, oh my God, Miyagi's going to save the day. Oh, and he got down and he kicked the shit out of all of them. Mm -hmm. And it was literally the only time we got to see him fight like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got to see him do the whole nose thing. I love And, that. and, and I we loved him in number no two. Mercy here. I have a really strong spot in my heart for number two also. Mm. Uh, nothing's going to beat number one for me, but two is pretty close. I, I get the where urge he goes to, to Okinawa, Yeah, right? I get the urge to watch number two quite a bit, actually. Yeah. And then three uh, is with the Steven Seagal wannabe. And he's in the new season that comes out in December. Oh, is he really? They brought him back. He looks good. No shit. Yeah, so they're touching all the wells. That's cool, dude. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue was yeah. in last season, so they brought him back for this one. I'm waiting for Hillary Swank. They're going to have to bring Hillary Swank back at some point. Luckily, Jaden Smith won't do it. No, we don't need him. That, that's a, that was a bastardized version that I didn't care for. They didn't even call it karate. It was kung fu. 
He's like, why are you oh, calling really? it Karate Kid? Yeah. It's Kung Fu Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. People still watch it. I guarantee it. Yeah. So it, it made no sense to me. It wasn't good. No. I mean, I like Jackie Chan. I mean, nothing against him. No. But the, I, the movie just wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, they should have done like a prequel or brought Johnny back. What they did with the TV series, yeah. they should have done. Kreese yeah. is awesome in that series. Is he? He's awesome. All right. I'm going to check He's it out. like evil as shit, dude. He's well, the he only, always was. Yeah, but... That's why watching Johnny's great because Johnny, you could tell, just had a tough ride, mm-hmm. you know. And he, his father was an asshole at the, uh, and you see him in the first season. His father played by Lou Grant. Oh, really? Uh, in that first scene, oh, is that his, Ed Asner? Yeah. Oh, Lou Grant, Ed yeah. Asner. I mean, that's his character name, and <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore. But yeah, Ed Asner comes in as his dad. His oh, well, dad's that's just kind of, of his dad's an asshole, and I've never seen Ed Asner play an asshole in my life. I just see him. Yeah. I see him, and I think the the cartoon from Up. Right. I just see him as the old man from <laughs> Up. That's all I see now. Uh, yeah, so it, it's awesome to uh, to go see that. I really shame that Pratt Marie is not here because yeah. I mean, he held the candle for all those movies when Daniel was gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, that third one, they did four, right? I think four was the final. The Hillary uh, Swank The one. Hillary Swank one. Yeah, they did the yeah. first three and then they did the Hillary Swank one. Yeah. And they kind of, they went in order, for sure, of the best. Yeah, toys. I agree with that. Yeah, you, you got to go in that order. Yeah. But I did like the Okinawa stuff. Oh, yeah. Great. I love the stuff. Except the, the Wind Beneath drum. My Wings song, but whatever. You got the ice, you got the ice, uh... Friggin' swipe. That yeah. was the best when he Miyagi came in with the money to give him the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was some fun stuff in that one. Yeah, but Mr. Miyagi, one of the best sidekicks ever. He is. I have no argument there. All right, I got a good one here. Let me look up my list here real quick. Face ID. Okay. <laughs> uh I know you had mentioned this guy for another movie of yours, and you hadn't picked it, and you probably would have had to pick the sequel, not the first one. Mm. And this is Fisher Stevens. As Vince Latello in My Science Project, which I've never seen, a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah, I'm here to educate. Today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's so true. A lot of people haven't seen this, but they, they played it on HBO all the time growing up. So mm-hmm. I watched it a lot and I loved it. Yeah, and I always loved Fisher Stevens. And it's so weird when you watch him in this, and then you watch like Sh- Short Circuit. Uh, I mean, that's a character he's playing in Short Circuit. He's yeah. like this little kid from Brooklyn in real life. So it's it's interesting how believable he is. People thought he was that Indian guy. Oh, yeah. No, when I was a kid and I saw yeah. Short Circuit, I thought that he was... He was also way younger than that. you thought that character was. He was probably 19 or 20 yeah. when he did that Short Jeez. Circuit character. Because yeah. he was young in The Burning. The Burning is like the first thing I think I ever saw him in, which mm. was... Uh, it was like a ripoff of Friday Thirteenth. It was uh-huh. at a camp. Yeah. They burned like the janitor. It was based on the uh, there's a serial killer called Cropsy, I uh-huh. think, up in Jersey or something. Hmm. And it was kind of loosely based on his character where they burned him. But it was the first movie for Helen, uh, no Holly Hunter, Fisher Stevens, and Jason Alexander. It was their really? first movie, all three of them. Wow! And they just played kids that got killed in the camp. So yeah, it was like the first time I ever saw him. And then I never put Kevin it together. Bacon moment. I mean, he was like a chameleon in Short Circuit to the point where I'm not sure I even knew that was the same guy in my science project. Yeah, no, I didn't know that that was him until I saw Hackers. Yeah, Hackers and, and, and sure I was as like, hell did wait it. a minute, like, you know. He dated, like, Michelle Pfeiffer for, like, three years. Yeah. They were together, which is strange. You don't think so, but, yeah. hey, good for, good for you, Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> and then later in his career, he did a whole bunch of uh, good stuff. He was on Dexter for, a couple, for like, one season or something, mm-hmm. too, so. So what did he, what did he play in? In, in this one, it was, uh, My Science Project was such a fantastic kind of action comedy sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, 
they had Eisenhower showing up at a great actor playing Eisenhower. It looked just like him. They didn't even have to say it was Eisenhower. It looked you just, just like knew. He just looked at, and he showed up at like this Area 51 type of thing, and they showed this like thing they called the gizmo, which was this. You know those machines? If you ever go to like the science museum that you touch the globe with your hands yeah. and the electricity comes out, that's yeah. what they built for this device <laughs> for the movie. Yeah. So it, it did that like purple veins of energy off of it and everything. Yeah. So he saw one of those and uh, he made it sound like it was very extreme. He's like, bury it. Don't tell anybody about this thing. Right. And it, it was in like a uh, aircraft graveyard for years. Mm. And uh, now we jump forward to like 1985. Our famous actors in the movie is uh, John Stockton, uh, Stockwell. You know Dean Stockwell? Uh, I'm he's, not sure uh, I do. You ever watch Quantum Leap? Yeah. He played Al? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was all, he's been in a bunch of Do I know too. Al? Yeah, so that's, that's Dean Stockwell. His son is John Stockwell. Uh-huh. And the only thing I really remember him from is My Science Project, and he's the kid from Christine. Not the one that goes crazy, but his best friend, hmm. the jock that hung out with him. Uh-huh. That was John Stockwell also. Uh, he's a motorhead, and his best friend, who's also a motorhead, is Vince, played by Fisher Stevens, who is a walking, like, one-lining kind of Joe Pesci. Right. Just, he wears sunglasses and just is wisecracking every time you see him. So he is just that great comic relief for him. But they, John Stockwell goes to the graveyard to find parts for a science project that he has to do, and Dennis Hopper is the science teacher uh-huh. that's... Uh, Tells him, bring it, do something for your science project and bring it to me. So while he's at the uh, graveyard, he finds the device and he brings it back. And him and Vince are like looking at it. And they realize that when they turn the device on, it's like a portal to another universe. And it will either take things from this universe and transport them to another one or mm. do the opposite. And usually it's items. Like they turned it on. All of a sudden there's like a battle axe sticking out of the wall and they don't know how it came there yeah or there's like a vase like a grecian vase that they don't know what happens yeah they bring it to dennis hopper and dennis hopper's like he's like this old school hippie uh really uh someone they could talk to yeah and they turn the machine on and it sucks him into it he disappears yeah and then shit starts going crazy and they realize it gets into the power lines and this is where the movie kind of gets exciting that they realize they have to drive as and he drives this awesome like uh, 1968 gto uh not vince vince drives another car that's all somewhat good, but not as good as John Stockwell's. Honda hatchback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's just like, he's like, we got to blow the energy thing at the, uh, we got to uh, blow the, like, uh, the power lines at the edge of town. We don't have long. And so Vince, and this is just says a lot about his character. They go to, like, they break into, like, a hardware store where they just happen to have dynamite. And <laughs> he's, like, humming the Mission Impossible theme the entire time he's there. He's got shit uh, dynamite strapped to his waist and across his chest and they're just racing to the other uh, side of town and they do it. They end up blowing the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. But then they end up... Uh, the the machine gets brought to the school and turned back on again. And one of the most uh, exciting parts is they, they end up escaping from the police uh, station. The lights go out. They run out. They steal a police car. They get in. Uh, they go back to the school. And when they go into the school, and I always thought this would be like a great, like, Disney ride or something. When they open the doors. And there is a Disney ride that's somewhat like it, actually. Uh, you know that old one? I think they the new one is kind of narrated by Ellen. But if you're walking it, it's like that dinosaur thing. 
hmm. that they you get on a car and you drive through and you see dinosaurs. I think it might be Epcot that it's at. I I'm think that's sure. Epcot, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so they go into the school, and in the first like level of the school is like cavemen, and they have to fight cavemen. Oh shit! And then the next level, it's in like the future, and they have these future aliens that are like using ray guns, and they have to beat the hell out of them, and uh, then work to the next level where there's these gladiators and everything. It's just like this epic adventure, all to get to the like the main uh, science room to oh. shut the machine off. Uh-huh. And uh, Dennis Hopper comes back at the That's end through the machine, say. and he's dressed in the same i guess it, it was his outfit yeah he dressed in the same outfit from easy rider right and pretended that he went to the 60s and everything and That's the cops are like great, arresting dude. him and everything yeah. <laughs> so fun man it's such it's one of those 80s movies that i'm i'm literally amazed when someone says they've heard of because mm. it's it's very rare but yeah. it's one of the ones if you find my science project damn watch it man i've only ever heard of it from it's you. fun man 1985 80s classic hell yeah um, let's see here. So let's go uh, Vern Troyer as Mini-Me. Oh, Vern Troyer, in man. In Gold Member. Yeah. Oh, it's the best one, man. Dude, he might, yeah. That's, you could have easily picked number two, but I'm glad you picked number three because number three, he was just awesome. Oh, they dude. were on their game. Him and Mike Myers were like the perfect sidekick Absolutely, kind of dude. Thing. Yeah. The, the scene in jail during the song, man. Oh, my gosh, man. I uh, watched this recently. Me and my cousin, went. Uh, I went up north, and uh, we got a little tipsy, and he put on Gold Member of all movies, yeah. and we just watched there and laughed. I had... I was I obsessed with this while. movie when it first came out. Like when it when it first came on DVD, and I was had the party house that everyone was hanging out at. I used to play at nauseum. Like, yeah. But then I had gone a long time without watching it. So mm-hmm. when I watched it up north, I was like, "Man, it has been too long since yeah. I've seen this movie." Yeah. It is funny. And, and I'm kind of thinking that now, but I mean, I still remember it really well. Oh, but well, but just, just talking about it, you're gonna run home and want to watch. Oh it yeah, no. But I mean, also just as like a sidekick, though, dude. Oh, Mini me, like brilliant, brilliant thought when they came up with that <sighs> for the script. And Vern Troyer is a cool, cool dude anyways. We've yeah. seen him on, he was on like the Surreal Life yeah. and all these different shows. I don't think and, he's with us anymore. No, I don't think he is. Yeah. I think he, he um, he's left us too early. But he was, a, he was a friggin' riot man. And he got the comedy that he wanted in that movie and that Mike Myers kind of, I mean, yeah. provided him the kind of opportunity to do. He passed in 2018. He was two feet, eight inches. Two feet, eight inches. Damn, man. Yeah. That's tiny, man. Uh, isn't that nuts? I know in the surreal life, he rode around in his car, and, but he yeah. was a ladies' man, dude. Yeah. He was a yeah. ladies' man. He yeah. lived the life before he died. That's for damn oh, sure. Oh, yeah, dude. I like, mean, from the time he got that role as Mini-Me all the way until he died, yeah. he was a celebrity. He like, did some other really good, like, or funny, uh, you know, stuff, dude. There was some other roles that he did. had done, for sure. Oh, he's in The Love Guru. Yeah, Mike Myers, you know. I don't think I've ever even seen The Love Guru, and I love Mike Myers. It's a romantic comedy, you know. It's got its funny parts. It's cheesy, you know, but um, he plays the... uh, the NHL. He's a hockey coach. You know, he's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, Mini-Me, man. I, I just think of all the little funny things, like him... When he's got him on like oh, the baby carrier, the baby, you carrier, know, like that papoose <laughs> like, type of thing. Oh my god! Or when gosh. he's running at across Seth Green, the table, yeah. Him and the, the like animosity that him and Seth Green have yeah. to each other and everything. Oh, dude, he's got the chocolate all over his yeah. mouth in that one scene. <laughs> oh, but yeah, at the prison when they're singing the song with the durags the on their um, life, yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah, dude. Uh, or even when he's like that great scene, classic kind of. 
classic comedy, but they kind of made it a little raunchy, you know, when they're holding him. It looks like, remember, he's behind the curtain and you're just seeing the shadows of Mike Myers with Mini-Me on yeah. him and then dropping him down. Yeah. And, and you're seeing all these weird phallic things happening. Yeah. It's it's very funny, man. Oh, yeah. I love those movies. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. They're all fucking Yeah, hysterical. I think I saw all three of them in the movie theater. Uh, I liked probably... Kind of like the third one the best. Really? You know, I kind of like Goldmember the best. I go back and forth. It's either one and three I always go back and forth with. One is... Uh, One's classic, man. Yeah. So classic. I like two, but two was definitely my least favorite of the three. Yeah, I think so too. And it it, it wasn't for any other reason just because number three was awesome. I mean, number th- getting Michael Caine, uh, Beyonce was great in it. Yeah, uh, all the Foxy like sub, all the sub actors, even like Nathan Lane coming well, in. Well, and him as Doctor Evil, uh, you know, and him as Goldmember. I yeah. loved Goldmember, oh, yeah. man. I love Gold. Uh, oh, every scene he was in. Yeah. Oh my god, he was so funny. Or smoking a pancake. Smoking a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> Bogging a blitz. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, those series were just... Fook me and fook you. Yeah. <laughs> every scene was so goddamn funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I was always a Mike Myers fan. He was always my favorite person to come out of Saturday Night Live. So I was on board with. And so I married Axmer is my favorite comedy of all oh, time. That's so so fucking and, and it's usually with Mike Myers. If you and it's like with a lot of actors. If you're a Will Ferrell fan, you'll watch any of his movies. You know, and, and yeah, for the most oh, yeah. part, they're all similar. Same with Adam Sandler. Yeah, same with Adam you know? Sandler. Same um, with. I almost Mike picked Myers. Uh, the Ridiculous Six, but I thought it was a yeah. little bit too much of an entourage. Michael Myers. Mike Myers definitely does good dramatic stuff, just as much as. And he was great in that. Uh, uh, what was it that uh, the Queen movie that Bohemian Rhapsody was so good? I still you would haven't never seen even that. known it was him. Yeah, it had to be pointed well, out to most I mean, people. Don't forget, he's fucking Shrek. Yeah, like yeah. God, dude, so good, man. And he just knew that role like backwards and for- forwards. I'm surprised they only did three. They could have easily done four. Oh yeah, and absolutely. most of them are still around. They could do four. Hell, even my- he- I-, I would not have thought that Michael Caine would have outlived Mini Me. For sure. Yeah, no kidding, Michael dude. Caine's still kicking. Yeah. He's looking I saw old, him, man. He's, what did I see him in recently? Oh, Tenet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's awesome in Tenet. He's, I, and I mean, he's another one I can guarantee he's been cast in the new Christopher Nolan. Probably. Movie. Yeah. yeah. They, he's getting he, up there, though. Well, he's and that's getting, what I was going to say. Really up um, there. He, he showed his age and stuff a little bit more. Dark Knight that. Rises, they used him a little bit less yeah. than before. And what they had him do was basically just kind of like some dialogue at the tables and yeah. shit like that. So. Yeah. I get it. I mean, he overworks himself like a motherfucker. You forget how old that guy is. I mean, he's got to be pushing 90. Oh, I'm sure. It's like Shatner. Shatner's going to space. What the fuck? <laughs> well, 90-year-old. Mean... Can you imagine if that kills him if he has a heart attack doing it? Oh. You're like, you guys killed William Shatner putting him into space. That would be terrible. I was like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I'm glad that he's doing it. And then that really does show that anyone could do it. If you could put a 90-year-old in space. Yeah. Remember back in the day when they were like, you have to survive like... Like I've watched spies like us. I know what yeah. you have to survive. Watch this. Coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Michael Caine's eighty-eight. He's eighty-eight. Yeah. yeah. Did you see um, the other day? Uh, oh, the Gene Hackman did uh, an interview. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't like an in-person interview; it was an email interview. Yeah, but I saw um, a picture of him. I saw I saw an image of him. He yeah, looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked I, real good. Was, he's living the life. I think he's down in Mexico or the Caribbean or something like that. He he did it right, man. Just got out when you got out and just enjoy life. Yeah, you gotta. I I don't think I'd want to work till the very end. I get some of these actors; they love doing it, but yeah, I mean. There's some of them you wish that had stopped a little early. Not that they were bad, but they, they were just, it was rough to yeah. see them. Like Burt Reynolds. 
all the way to the end, man. Yeah. I mean, he was, like, wasting away. I feel like that way with uh, Richard Pryor. Like, they had to carry Richard Pryor up to the sta- stage when, um, during, really? when he went to the comedy store towards yeah. the end of his life. I didn't realize and that. And no one, you couldn't even understand him for, really? for the most part. But uh, people were just happy to see him, and yeah. they, they laughed, they cheered, they yeah. carried him off, man. Uh, it was just it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. But a lot of these guys, I don't, I don't think that's me. I would, no. I've been like Gene Hackman. I want to chill on the beach. Yeah. I want to drink a Mai Tai. If I had all that money. Yeah. You I'd know be what gone. I mean? like, you would see me. And don't get me wrong. Like, let's say, okay, all of a sudden I landed some big Hollywood role yeah. and I was popular in Hollywood for a number of years. Like, I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not doing that because it would be something that I enjoyed. Yeah. But at some point I'd be like, yeah, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think I'm good. But, and there's people that I'm excited when they finally pop up, too, and you're like, oh, shit, what happened to them? And they haven't been around for a while. I think the latest one, me and my wife were just talking about them today. We'll, we'll work right into my next there movie. You go. Is, uh, it's, he's not the sidekick, but he is involved in the other pair. Is uh, Brendan Fraser coming back mm-hmm. uh, is awesome. Yeah. He's coming back with a boom. He's going to be in the new Scorsese movie. Is that what it is? That's the, the Scorsese movie, though, which is supposed to be huge. That They're already showing a whole lot of images of. So mm-hmm. it might come out in December. I know he's been getting a lot of love yeah. on like Twitter and yeah, TikTok Yeah, because he was a major. Facebook. People didn't know what happened to him until he, he revealed. I didn't know until you told me recently. Yeah, he revealed right? that he was uh, uh, sexually assaulted uh, around the same Me Too movement. I know that... Uh, him and uh, Terry Crews were the two big males that yeah. were outspoken about, hey, this happened. Yeah. This does happen, and it's not right. And he fell into like a crazy depression. Yeah, well, he had, Frazier, and, and just mean, disappeared from movies for like 10 years. But yeah, I was going to say it was well before yeah. that. Like he he disappeared like oh, yeah, 10 yeah. years ago, yeah. you know? And I, it was so strange, too. Like it was just like, what the he's fuck awesome. happened to him? He's really yeah, good. Dude. And from what everyone says, a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like everyone loves him. So I'm every sure. time you see any post about him, go to the comments. You'll never hear a bad thing yeah. about Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Which brings us to. Encino Man. Oh, but are the we's in the jit? We's in the juice. It's got to be Poly Shore, you know. Yeah. So you could a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these movies, you could kind of really toil over who to pick for the sidekick. Yeah, could have been Brandon Fraser as the sidekick. Yeah, but man. Polly Shore and I was telling me and my wife were talking earlier. This movie made Brandon Fraser and Polly Shore's career. Oh yeah, without a doubt, and for sure, Polly Shore's. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brandon Fraser, I he might have done School Ties already, maybe not. And it might have been this might have I, been before school ties. This I'll, was ninety two. Encino Man was ninety two. I'm not sure when school God, ties dude, was. School ties was a great it was a great movie. movie. I loved a lot of Brandon stuff. Brandon took off really when the mummy happened. When the mummy happened, oh, yeah, he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Then he did that journey to the center of the earth. Which school was ties a huge was ninety two also. Okay, so he had a big year. So he had a yeah. big coming out year. And so did Polly Shore. I think the following year was like son in law. Yeah. And then when that happened and he went on a whole run of being famous. And he's got it and speaking of the comedy store, he comes from like oh, his, mom some, owned his, his mom owned yeah. the comedy store he was running it for a while for a little while yeah. he was his mom is very well known uh, mitzi shore as mm-hmm. like a uh, a real firecracker who went down there and, and did things a certain way and put people up against tough like after tough comedians just to like make, make them the game make better, them better yeah. Yeah. and everything and, and a lot of people say that more than that Probably the most influential person in stand-up comedy that wasn't actually a stand-up comic mm-hmm. was Mitzi Shore because yeah. she came up when Sam Kinison, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, and Polly Shore was like raised at the comedy store yeah. watching it yeah. and just learning from it and everything. Wasn't he a VJ on MTV? Well, he just became a. He, he wasn't technically a like, VJ. Where did the per, where did he get like his? He just became really once once Encino Man came out yeah. and MTV was like huge into being so, on what, there. So he was on MTV. 
MTV a lot. Was I don't he think, on MTV before Encino Man came out? I don't think so. I think so once Encino the, Man hit, he started doing a lot of cameos, and he did a lot of that. Remember they used to, they were at nauseam in the 90s. They did that summer, spring break oh, thing. Oh, yeah, dude. And we all watched it, and yeah. it was goofy as shit. Yeah. It really kind of shaped what uh, Girls Gone Wild would become. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I know Dave loves to tell the story about they asked one of the VJs once at the spring break thing of who, yeah. who got the most tail there. Yeah. And Polly Shore, yeah. without a doubt, yeah. got and it. Van Damme and was, Van the, biggest was the biggest asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. But Polly Shore, man, it, it was... And I love the first three movies he had done. I loved this movie. I love Son in Law. And I loved In the Army Now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jury Duty is when he lost me. I like Jury, Jury Duty. Duty. I did not care for. It, it was I, really bad. I like Jury Duty because, like, I think I was probably like fourteen or fifteen. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe a little bit. Older, it was just you know. way too goofy and just not as cool as the yeah. other three. Yeah. And I, what I love about the other three that that tied them together was the Brandon Fraser cameos and the other two. I didn't know about that uh, until like three weeks ago. So I saw funny, something man. and how it all went through oh, yeah. all of his. Movies. Movies. I, I loved never it. saw that. <laughs> that's before. funny because yeah, we would look forward to yeah, seeing it when that's it happened. So too. funny, dude. And it wasn't just in movies. I think it was interviews. He would pop up all the time really? in him and everything. So yeah. it was like this really fun thing. And watching Encino Man is the one I chose just because it's when he came on the scene. It's where he came up with that that lingo that carried between movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. That was strange that he was making oh, and Biodome. up. Biodome. I love Biodome. Yeah, Biodome, Biodome was, was good. Dude. I yeah. like Biodome. A lot yeah. of people didn't like that one, but I, no, I was a fan. Truth of be it. told, I'm a fucking Polly Shore fan. No, I, I like him. I, I think he's hell, great. Hell, I even dude. watched Polly Shore is Dead, the, the movie, and that was a bad one, but it was still Polly Shore being oh, I Polly haven't Shore. I've seen that. He's great on a lot of podcasts. I've, I've heard him talk about the comedy store and his life, and it's, yeah. it's just. He's, he's on TikTok now. I he's wild, man. It's fun. And yeah, I have no doubt that he'll still come up with some movie. He'll he'll have a mini resurgence. Yeah, I could sure. see him with some kind of a Netflix show. They could come back with Encino Man or any of these. They could do a sequel to any of these. Sean Ash is still around. Brandon Fraser might not do it. I don't know. I bet he would. Brandon Fraser, man, you should see how tiny he looked when you watch. We watched uh, Encino Man. How small he was. Oh, really? Like he ballooned up nicely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, he was fit and young. And uh, same with uh, Sean Ashton and Polly Shore. Man. Yeah. Uh, Polly Shore just he Polly Shore looks about the same except he lost a lot of his hair. I think uh, one of my favorite, and it was when he like kind of put on some weight, size, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sean Ashton's role in. Um, Fifty first dates. Oh yeah, when he, I, well that he was built. He was like yeah. that was when he was a bodybuilder. Oh okay. Because he yeah. started doing uh, in real life. He started running marathons. Oh really? So he's been through a phase where he was thin, and then he got a little hefty, and then he started running marathons, and he got buff. Yeah. And everything, and that's where that movie I just came loved in. how they did all the steroid oh, jokes with that and stuff. Really for him. funny it was stuff, really man. Great. I loved it. And yeah. then when he did Stranger Things, loved him in oh, Stranger yeah, Things, dude. man. One of the most like likable, sympathetic character. Yeah. I was like, I love when they. That whole mantra is uh, uh, kind of justice for uh, Barb. I was like, bullshit, justice for Bob. Man. Right, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, he saved those kids' lives in that thing, man. I loved him. He so many memorable roles. I mean, you think like Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings, Rudy, which I still call him, so my wife will know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mikey from The Goonies. He's had like some crazy careers. So to be teamed up with Polly Shore was really brilliant. All the uh, the scenes, some of the best ones were just Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser, though. Oh, yeah. Like when they went through, when they went on at the, uh, what was it, the uh, the roller coaster uh, stuff and they're just when he got the brain the freeze coaster, and he got brain freeze Reason yeah the, the stuff at the uh, 7-Eleven was great it was, it was great dude teaching him how to eat the uh, 
burrito. Eat the burritos yeah. and everything. Yeah, and just, munching the grindage. Oh, God, it just, everyone was doing <laughs> the weasel. Everyone was doing the weasel noise for weeks after yeah, this movie fuck came out. Yeah, weeks, years. This you was know, like, it's true, and this was a multiple like viewing movie for people in the theater. I think I saw it three times in the theater. For sure, I saw it twice. Seeing movies twice was very like normal for me back in the in day the, in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. It was weird when I didn't see him twice. Yeah. I think that was a sign that I didn't like him because we would go see him. I mean, that's just what I did back then, yeah. though. Like, No, you it was know, a place to hang out and get yeah. out of the house. You know, you just you know, get out of the house and did something. Make out with chicks for the first time. Yeah, or you know? we would do it after. I remember that was the movie. My... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't so lucky. Yeah. I, I hung out with my dorky friends and we would go to like the Friday night football game and after the first quarter, we're mm. like, let's go see Ernest Saves Christmas. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> and we would go see anything. I remember the 90s were a fun I went and saw a lot of movies in the 80s and then there was that break when I was at the Christian school but I have a lot of 90s movies memories man oh yeah any movie that was decent in the 90s I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater yeah I mean I think I said this once before you know like around in the later part of the 90s you know I remember one of my friends like a group of my friends were going to go out to a movie and like, my buddy was like, oh, let's go see this. And I was like, seen it. You know, he's like, oh, let's yeah. go see this. I was like, seen it. And somebody was like, what haven't you seen? And my buddy was like, no, you don't understand. Like, he goes and yep. sees, you know, and it's just funny. Like, that's just what it was there in the 90s. There were several times where the I saw The fucking internet wasn't the around. There was yeah. no TikTok. It was like, where are you going? You're no. going to the mall, going to the movies. Either something you know? good came out on DVD that, or VHS. It would have been VHS. Yeah. So either something came out on VHS or you were going to the theater. Yeah. And it was affordable at yeah. that time. It yeah. was not expensive. Yeah. And... Yeah, there were several times where I saw everything on the marquee where I'm just, and I didn't mind seeing multiple things. That's why I was going to see like Pulp Fiction nine times. Right. Yeah. I saw Ghost probably three or four times in the theater. There just was common. Now, it would be weird to see a movie twice in the theater right now because it'd be weird if I just go to the theater at all. The only way. I want to see Bond later. I I would really like to somehow see Bond this week. Mm. I would would like to see it because. uh, Just go to like an 11 o'clock. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go to like a. Nobody's going to be there. I'm just going to go to like a noon movie on Wednesday and no one will be there. Right. Yeah. I'm not worried. If I went to the airplane, I was on an airplane for 13 hours. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, know they clean the hell out of these movie theaters, and for the most part, no one's gonna book a seat next to anybody. No. Yeah. Especially not an early movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah. I really, I might go see uh, Halloween in the theater. Yeah. It's just so easy to watch it on my TV. Uh, I can I do it Friday night here. See, Chill out. Yeah. Pause it when I gotta go take a piss. Get some special. Well, maybe food. I'll maybe I'll come yeah. over here and watch. I'm it. I'm telling you, man, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be badass. We'll do that. Yeah. I, I we'll, I'm excited. We'll live stream our reaction. <laughs> <on Facebook. laughs> it's gonna be good. I they've been showing a lot. I didn't watch the second. I've trailer only at seen. All. Yeah, I saw I've the only, first trailer because the second one they they said, oh, people are freaking out over this scene and that scene. I was like, I don't seem to see anymore. Yeah, I get the idea. I'm good to go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You could just actually, you could probably just fast I mean, forward it all the way to the end. They could show us probably right? and it wouldn't matter because everyone knows it's all about the death scenes. Well, I'll tell you what, they better fucking show us how he got out of there. Yeah, they will. That I need to know. Yeah. Because I can't walk into that movie and just be like, okay, so Michael got out? All right, yeah. cool. Like, I'm going to, well, they could. They do it all the time. Not, but, <laughs> not, with, not with the way, and I'm not even going to go into how they did it. Not with the way they ended that. Yeah. They, like, he couldn't have just gotten out of there. Yeah, but if you look at the past movies, you could say that about any of them. He couldn't have got in any of those situations. There were some sh- shitty ways they killed that motherfucker. He still came back. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. That's the beauty of the, the, the slasher flag. I, I wish Rules the audience, don't matter. I wish the audience could see my face instead <laughs> of hearing my silence. Rules like, don't matter. 
But I feel like they do in this series. Mm. Like, I feel like they do in this we series. We don't know that yet because we've only seen one. <laughs> this next one will determine if it's that series That's or not. true. So, That's very but, true. Because in, in Jason, they, they run a, like an electric accord well, around the... Uh, Jason's dead. Yeah, well, I mean, it just keeps getting resurrected. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know, but... Uh. They'll, they'll bring that guy back, too. Damn People man. love the slasher films, and it's all about... I'm not sure as much TNA anymore as it used to be in the 80s. No. Uh, not that I would turn it down if they decided to But I don't give us. a shit. You but know? it's all about how he killed this person yeah. and what creative way they did it. And yeah. it, is it going to scare you when they He's when they such a it. classic fucking character. Yeah. And to release him around Halloween, thank you. Yeah. Because they could have easily released it in February for some stupid reason. <laughs> or on Halloween. <clears throat> yeah, or on Halloween. We don't but, get released on Halloween. Then again, there was Halloween's like on a Saturday or Sunday. They probably could have. The thing is, though, is like it's gonna make a lot of Halloween's money. the last day of October. Yeah, marketing wise, you're much better to catch that incoming wave mm. than the outgoing tide. You know, because like people will go see it on Halloween, yeah. but they'll see it all through October. Dune's the other one I can't wait for, but I think that's gonna be an HBO Max one. My my mom just watched The Sopranos one. I haven't seen it yet. I hear I, I've heard bad things. I've heard about good it. things and bad things. I think the I think that the uh, the hype was too high. I mean, it was never going to be as good as the show. Yeah. I mean, you're watching a prequel with characters that are like they were when they were younger. So right. I've heard different things. So my mom was. She said good, but not great. Mm. But she's a she watches like one episode of Sopranos every day. Like oh wow forever yeah yeah <laughs> she she. She won't even tell me how many times she's seen the series through because she thinks it's embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> that type of thing. I've got. Shows I was like, you don't like have to that. tell me that. I've watched yeah. Three's Company through probably eight hundred times. Yeah, I, I feel you. I've got shows like that. <laughs> yeah, there's totally shows like that. But yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, what do you got on your list? Um, these are some good ones I got left over here, but I'm gonna do it in this order. Do it. Uh, let's go with uh, Doc Holliday. Tombstone. Doc Holiday, Tombstone. That's an interesting one, I'm too. I'm Huckleberry. I like, oh. That's a great one, man. Yeah. like One of his best characters ever. That that and Jim Morrison are probably arguably his two best characters he's ever done. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could argue back and forth with which one is better. It, I mean... It it elevated... The Doc Holiday character elevated that movie. Yeah. I hate to say it. Dennis Quaid's Doc Holiday did not elevate no. uh, Wyatt Earp no. the way this did. Yeah. The way he played him... People and, still say I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, I like, do it all the time. Yeah. It's one of my favorite like, lines just around the house. <laughs> but th- there's a lot of one-liners by him in this. And just as that faithful sidekick yeah who is never gonna let him all the way behind. to the fucking end man yep. you know what even can can i beat johnny ringo do you think i can beat him yep. no nope no you can't <laughs> you can't yep i understand that you gotta do, go and try but then again he stepped in to help his buddy god out. man i mean he i love how they developed it early in the movie and i love that michael Bean's playing because that's that's really, I mean, he's the sidekick, obviously, to Kurt Russell's uh, Wyatt Earp. Yeah. But his rivalry was obviously Johnny Ringo. Oh, my One God. of the best roles by Michael Behan. And people don't give Michael Behan enough credit how many kick-ass roles he's, he's been in. He's fucking great, dude. He's good in everything. Yeah. I, I've heard different things he might be kind of difficult to work with, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, he was amazing in The Abyss. He was amazing in Terminator. And he was real. This was probably his best role. Oh, yeah. As Johnny Ringo. Yeah, dude. And, uh, I mean, he's basically, he could have, I could have picked him as the sidekick for Powers Booth. Yeah. Because they were like right next to each other the whole yeah. movie man well and even I, i'm scared of what uh it's gonna happen to this group once ringo's in charge i'm telling you dude, like, <laughs> i oh. love this movie man yeah oh but I, I saw this movie at a dollar theater with my brother's friend john he had come to visit us from up massachusetts to mm-hmm. port charlotte yeah and i was like there's a dollar theater dave's work and you want to go see uh 
uh, Tombstone. Tombstone yeah. We went and saw it. We were like, holy crap, dude. I went and saw it in the theater with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I think one of my favorite scenes, and it might be the first scene Doc's in, um, mm-hmm. when they're it, they're playing poker. Yeah. And Johnny Ringo comes in, and the two of them are talking back oh, and forth. The scene with the cup. And he, yeah, and he starts spinning his gun, and he's dude, he's impressive. He was absolutely really yeah. doing that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he's, I mean, he's just got that look, like, come on, let's go. You know, <laughs> and and Doc Holliday is just sitting there, and he finally stands up, and he grabs his cup. And just starts swirling the cup around oh, back yeah, yeah. and forth, and everybody laughs. Like how red they made his eyes. Oh yeah, dude. dude. And how pale movie. they made his face. Yeah, I mean he you was know? dying of tuberculosis. Yeah. through the whole thing. I mean he's an ex dentist. This is an, there's a great solo movie. I'm not sure they've ever done of Doc Holliday, uh, which that would they be definitely should do. Yeah, because he's an amazing character. Just based off, to be honest. Just based off of the myth of this character, oh, yeah. like every scene he's in, he steals every scene he's in. I would not have gotten mad if, if back then, because it can't do it now, yeah. but back then, if Val Kilmer would have, if they would have done a holiday yeah. movie, oh right? yeah, boom, you know, no, it mean? would be the most, uh, it would make the most sense. Oh god, and the, I'm sure that movie is still out there to be done. Yeah, my, I love the scene with Billy Bob Thornton. With Billy Bob Thornton, people even forget he's in this. He's heavy yeah. in this. Remember, yeah. he played the asshole at the bar yep. who's just shouting at the uh, thing. And then he comes out to, like, shoot Wyatt. Yeah. And then uh, Doc Holliday comes out of nowhere yep. and just belittles him. And I'm t- I didn't know you were I in town, Doc. Nobody told me you were back, And Doc. I loved yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't forgot you were there. You are dismissed. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> they had to just grab his gun. No, leave the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. God. Got sirens going out outside. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're after you, dude. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't even be funny. I ain't been doing I nothing. Didn't do nothing. I'm telling you. We were you, on man. the pod the whole time. Yeah. I got audio proof. Yeah. <laughs> it is currently 7 p.m. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love. It. I love every character in that movie. It was my stepfather's favorite movie, and he watched that nauseam. He was one of those guys that would watch it and then rewind it and watch it again and just would try to make people hate it because of how many times he watched it, but he right. couldn't do it because it was just such a good movie. Tell you, I think this might have been my first experience with uh, Sam Elliott. In really? The movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't watched think a lot of, anything... of early Sam Elliott, uh, like, uh, what was that, the the shakedown? Well, uh, Roadhouse. You must have seen Roadhouse. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Roadhouse Mask. Mask was Mask was probably my first Sam Elliott experience. I don't think I've ever seen the that. The one with Cher and the guy who had the distorted face. Eric Stoltz had the like. Oh, yeah, man yeah, face. yeah. I saw that when I was really young. It was really good. Yeah. Very touching movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved it. But Cher's boyfriend was Sam Elliott. He was a biker. So he came out and he rode Rocky Dennis on the back of the motorcycle and oh. on rides together. And then he would leave town and he'd come back. He was like the kind of uh, shares booty call in the movie that would never gotcha. stick around. But he was awesome. He, he was in a lot of old westerns and stuff, too. And I also, uh, Stephen Lang. Oh, I love Stephen movie. Lang. Like, he is like a chameleon, too, I didn't, man. I, like, until we started doing yeah. this pod and we probably the first or second time that lot we like, started talking, roles, I never realized it was him. He's very, I compare him a lot of times to Tim Curry. He, he's in a lot of roles that you don't know. That, yeah. Because he looks like in this, he doesn't look like he's that, he's a big dude. And people don't realize he's that big. Yeah. Like if you think of him an avatar, that's yeah. the first thing you think of. Oh, that big military guy. Big jack dude, yeah. Uh, but 
I remember from the as the party crasher in the hard way. Mm-hmm. He was huge. He really? was massive in the party crash. You remember that with James Woods and uh, Michael J. Fox? I remember it. Yeah, Michael I, J. Fox has to hang out with James Woods to learn to be a cop because yeah. he's playing one in, uh, on in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, damn, it was such I, a I remember movie. liking that it was movie. A good movie. Yeah, man. it was a good movie. I won't let James Woods ruin that Ooh. for me. It's such a good movie. But Stephen Lang also in the first uh, he played in the first Silence of the Lambs movie. What is that? Manhunter. He was oh, awesome really? in that movie. I still haven't seen the one where he's blind, the horror movie. I'm going to watch it this Halloween. There's a part two. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I love him, so I'll, it I'll totally watch out? it. I think this is called... Uh, no. Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought it, so I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I've, been, check I've been like stockpiling horror movies for this Halloween, so I'm going to start like tomorrow. I'm going to start with like two horror movies a day. Mm-hmm. And just go crazy. Because we got a good Halloween episode coming up, too. Hell yes. Well, real quick, I know it's not my turn, but um, I'm pulling a wild card next time. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. A little switcheroo. All right. <laughs> so, next one here. Let me take a look at my list and see which one I want to talk about here. Hey, open up. All right. <laughs> We're going to be talking about one of your favorite movies of all time, man. I'm ready to do it. All right. We're going to talk about Efron Ramirez, who played Pedro. Oh, and Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, I will vote. I, this was for one Pedro. of the ones I went back and forth. I was gonna pick Kip. Uh, <laughs> I, I I loved him so much, but he's he's kind of more of a slight adversary to Napoleon yeah. as his brother. But yeah. I, I loved his character in this so much. I watched three of these movies on my list today. Oh, did because you? Because really? they're so short. They're like eighty-five yeah. minutes. A lot of these yeah. movies I'm picking here, and uh, Napoleon Dynamite's always one of those background movies. That oh, definitely. my wife's got stuff to do, and she's, oh, what are you putting this movie on for? You know, it's going <laughs> to suck both of us in here, man. Because that's one of those movies that's very uh, divisive. You know, you either love it yeah. or you don't get it. Oh, I fucking love and it. And I love it. Yeah. And I've met plenty of people, and I'm not sure I got it the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think it took me my second viewing where I was like, all right, I get the brilliance here. This is really funny. I, it's That's the thing. is The first time I saw it, I just thought it was fucking hilarious yeah, and then as i watched it i was like wow this is fucking brilliant. i always thought it was you know? like kind of like a live action king of the hill kind of uh episode it yeah was just kind of just these strange people in a strange town but i love the idea that it's a uh, it's an independent movie cost four hundred thousand dollars to make yeah. they paid uh they paid john here a thousand dollars to be in it and it made 40 million dollars yeah, fucking amazing what the man. hell man yeah. they gotta have something they gotta be kicking him back some yeah. sort of money has Pedro done much? You of should anything? look what he looks like, dude. He is like a hunk, like a motherfucker. Really? Like his IMDb page uh, photo is crazy. I'll have to. Pu- I'll pull him up right here. I had it already, uh, kind of chilling on my thing. Look at this guy. Would you ever in a million see. years know that was Pedro? Wow. I mean, he looked like he would maybe. be a narcos. Yeah, like absolutely. A, like a crazy assassin in narcos. And I'm not sure what else he's done, but he obviously he was playing a character here. Oh, he, yeah. He reminded me of uh, any of us old Looney Tunes fans. He reminded me of the the fat friend that Speedy Gonzalez had yeah. who just sat next to him and yeah. would, uh, it would critique all of what he was doing. Yeah. And, uh, he, he was doing like a just this crazy kind of uh, Mexican accent that he was laying it on real thick for like the Idaho kind of town he was living in. Yeah. I mean, the biggest stars really in this were John Grease, maybe. Who, oh, yeah. Who Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico, who came from uh, uh, Fright Night Part 2. You know him from... I know you love him from Real Genius. Oh, yeah. And I loved him in uh, Fright Night 2. He was great. He played the werewolf. But he also played a werewolf in Monster Squad. 
That's One right. One of my favorite yeah. scenes where he's at the police station. Lock me up. Yeah. <laughs> and he shoots in the air. I love it. Wolfman's got nerds. Uh, the other girl, the girl who played Deb, was the other famous girl because she was she from was uh, like Waterworld. A, that's what it that's was. That's the girl from yeah. Waterworld. Yeah. And I, she I, was in uh, Corinna, Corinna, which was a great one with Ray Liotta. She made it to a couple big movies uh, mm-hmm. until she snatched. Uh, I caught you a delicious bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build her a cake. That's one of my favorite lines that he says. Not bake her cake. Yeah. Build her build a cake. cake. I'm going to build yeah. her a cake. That's how yeah. I'm going to get her go off me. Uh, I love the whole, it's such a touching movie, like at certain points. Yeah. It's just so goofy. And then the, I love the him running for, Pedro running for president is great. Absolutely. And when his, his only friend realized, I'm going to step in. Yeah. It, it, a couple key moments happen when you, when you watch that. It's such a great scene, but uh, there's so many like great moments during that like when pedro realizes holy shit it worked and these people are actually gonna like me now because of what my one friend did right and then when deb looks at napoleon in the audience after she was kind of pissed at him for the whole boob job thing which wasn't even his uncle rico that was uncle rico's thing anyways and she smiled and kind of respected him everything it was a solid solid script oh yeah dude and it almost it's really brilliant to do independent comedies you know because it costs very little money oh sure very little not special effects we could go back we probably shouldn't have done horror movies they were fun as shit yeah. but we always had to have effects and effects yeah. cost money man you just have good dialogue and like these cool guys who was i think napoleon like he a lot of his clothes he wore or a lot of clothes he found at like thrift stores and shit like mm-hmm. that and i mean they just became classic that suit that whole that suit yeah, for the prom? That, oh my god, dude! That whole movie, like I'm thinking about all these different quotes and just oh, funny parts. It's one in of this the movie. most quotable movies. Yeah, I, like just every scene has a quote. You mind know, if I pay you in change? <laughs> I love Rex. Hope you don't mind if I pay you in change. Rex Quando, that might be yeah. the other famous actress, DJ yeah, Pater, yeah. that came on to do it. He's perfect for this movie. Oh, he's got god. that independent kind of "I'll do whatever the hell you want" type of movie. You think that's the kind of person that goes home to Starla every night? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> so great. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I love when you meet somebody that loves it and you can just do those one-liners. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's funny. I, I thought, and I still think, like you said, it made $40 million. Yeah. It was a popular fucking oh, movie. Oh, shit, yeah. But it's also a dated movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. I know you, I catch it when you do it. Like, I want that. Like You know what I mean? Like, I, that quote right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I said that earlier when we were watching it, too. Yeah. When he pulled out the boat. It Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I want that. Like, <laughs> you know? It seems dated to us, but I bet there's people in uh, Idaho, like rural Idaho, they're just like that. Oh, yeah. They had a festival, apparently. I was reading up about it, that between, like, 2004 or 2008, so it lasted for... For about five or six years there, if you're uh, depending how many uh, times, but they had a festival every year, which was an, they filmed it in the certain town in Idaho. So they held a festival every year, and they played games like a tater tot eating contest and like a get football, your own <laughs> yeah, and a football throwing contest. They yeah. did, and then a, they did a dance off and everything. The, yeah. the cult following, man. Oh yeah. When you can get a cult, that I mean, there's no other way that a cult movie cannot. Uh, that can make that kind of money. Oh yeah, dude. And he he definitely got paid. He didn't. He went on to do stuff. I mean, John Heater after that. Yeah, well, he not did as Blades much. Of Glory he did Blades of Glory. He did like the the Benchwarmers, the yeah. one you were talking about, and there was another one that I remember. And he was on uh, My Name Is Earl for an episode. Hmm. I remember. So he was out there doing stuff. They did a Napoleon Dynamite animated show yeah, on Fox which on is Sunday brilliant. nights. I'm surprised that didn't last longer. I think I saw the first episode. And I then, saw one or two of them, and yeah. then I just... It wasn't because it was bad. I yeah. just, like, lost attention to I it. I think they didn't... They weren't regular with it. Like, 
another episode showed up like three weeks later. And right. Like, yeah, they're just not doing this. And they got the people to do the voices, I think. I think oh, he yeah. came back to do it all. I think I I think Napoleon and Pedro did. Did. I, I don't know about anybody maybe else. Maybe not Deb and uh, Uncle Rico. Kip. Yeah. Kip. You know. I loved Kip, man. Did you know that the, the cashier um, and Kip are married? The cashier. Which yeah. one's the cashier? Oh, the blonde girl? Yeah. 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 Uh, the summer girl? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I that's did not his know wife. That. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I man. mean, I don't know if they're still He's married. a writer and director, too. He does other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the acting-wise, this was like one of the few things he did. He's so funny. I know uh, John Heater's doing a lot of animated stuff now, which is great because he's got that voice that would be perfect. He I probably said, got the bug from the animated. I said, Bollywood. come down here and see what happens if you try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever, Kip, you have the worst uh, reflexes ever. Oh, when, when LaShawn. <laughs> Showed up. Oh, LaFonda. LaFonda. She uh, was beautiful uh, too, dude. Like, uh, that was that's so, so funny, funny dude. watching them together when he his look changed completely yeah. and he had the do rag on. Yeah. You'll find someone to You gotta find your soulmate, Napoleon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're gonna ruin our life. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> that's gotta be the end clip right there. I love it, man. Uh, but he's not the sidekick though. That's yeah. the problem, man. Yeah. That's why I kept going back and forth. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, Kip's so good in this too. But yeah, but Pedro's so great, oh, dude. He's so great. And I you know, one of my favorite things I is I got so hot and I shaved my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your head doesn't feel hot to you. <laughs> like, no. I gotta go home and lay down. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever cut my hair off if if that were to just the w- because the wig got they hot. got him is awesome. Yeah, I think that's your season, Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Deb was so funny. Um, I loved her in this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I loved her as a little kid. I thought she was awesome in Waterworld. Hell man. yeah, dude. So she good. was great, man. She was that precocious kid that was acting way above her age. Man. Oh yeah. And she had done several things. I know she has been uh, been around in Hollywood and done. I don't know what she's doing now, but mm-hmm. yeah, she's good. I'll tell you though, one of my favorite um, things with Pedro is the end montage. Yeah, and they're having the picnic for him, yep. you know, and he just looks up, you know what I mean, and it like fades out on Pedro. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. got. Dude, I love that scene with yeah. him. It was great, you know. He's so good. Fucking great sidekick, bro. You know, I was thinking the other day we were talking about that Tarum. Uh, is Taron Kellum? Taron Kellum. We didn't know anything he had done. Where me and uh, the wife were watching uh, that impeachment. It's that Bill Clinton kind of impeachment about Monica Lewinsky oh, I and everything. Seen that. And it's it's the same guy who did the OJ trial uh, on FX. Well, they're doing that, and he's a, he's one of the major characters in it. He's married to like Paula Jones, who was the first woman that slept with Clinton and that was suing him. Huh. He played her wife, and he's in like every episode. That's I was awesome. like we were just talking about that guy, not knowing what well, he. Well, good. Done. I'm fucking glad he yeah. got something. Definitely. All right, what you got? All right, I'm throwing in my wild card. Oh, here. wild cards coming! I yeah. like a good wild card. Um, Lewis Gossett Jr. Oh, Honey Roy Palmer. Oh, any any way you can work things down, <laughs> I have no problem with that. I, I mean. Dude, and I, James Woods. I mean, he's a prick, but we got to go with what he was back then and maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Um, Also, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt, and one of the best villains in history, played by the the great uh, Chit. You got to look it up. Um, Bruce Stern. Yeah, Bruce Stern. Oh, so good. Yeah. Remind me on Sunday when I'm at church to thank God for making fools. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) I watched this movie, and this was one of the movies when I got it on VHS that I wanted to play it for everybody. Yeah. I was like, you never heard it? You never heard of Digstown? You got to watch it. You'll love it. I think I saw it in the theater. I remember watching it with my dad and just watching. You wanted to watch other people's faces at the end of it when the the thing 
the the big flip happens. Yeah. Because there was a lot of flips in this movie. I mean, if you're a big fan of like the Sting or those kind of con it's movies, a, yeah, it's a hustle. It's movie. a hustle yeah. movie, man. And it's when, so and when great. good hustle movies are done well, yeah. they are done with your mouth like left dropped Ugh. open. Yeah. And this movie had several of them. They yeah. just kept dropping your mouth open. And and to be honest, I'm not sure. I think he's probably more of the sidekick, but also I like Oliver Platt. He could easily been also the sidekick. You know, Oliver he's Platt. more of the comic relief. All of a sudden, Platt always plays a sidekick. He's of so sorry. fucking good. He's dude. he's really good in this. But so is Lou Gossick, man. Oh yeah, Lou Gossick, and this was not a like non physical role no. for him. And he was probably sixty when he did this movie. Maybe fifty five. Yeah, probably fifty five. Probably, and but he was old, man. Yeah. And have you seen him lately? He was on the Watchmen series, and man, he was old. Really, old. he's he looks old. Unless they made him look old, maybe. But he was in a weird wheelchair in it and uh but well, hopefully he still sounded just, just like Lugosic. yeah I love, he is old i mean he's been around for a long time oh yeah, yeah. yeah let's see he yeah is, how old is he uh he ain't going to space he's 85 <laughs> no see he's still got five he years he can go to space <laughs> going to space anyone can yeah <laughs> but uh yeah dude i mean the story it was just a great story man. yeah like uh, you said it was just a hustle from it, the from the get-go and i i you know Maybe I want to go with Oliver Platt as the sidekick because that that Lou, scene in the bar in with the him bar. is is it's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. He ever. really stole every scene he was in to be honest with you. Yeah. Even when he was doing the deals at the boardroom tables and you guys been breeding too close to the gene pool yeah. here. Like, oh my gosh, dude. But yeah, when he comes in, when all, I'm going to make Oliver Platt the sidekick. Do it. Do I'm it. sorry. Do it. The first thing you see is him pulling up. Well, I guess he talks to James Woods yeah. at at the jail. Um, but then he pulls up to town and he goes into the bar and one, you know, he, somebody in just there knows loud him. Mouth. Just as yeah. a loud mouth. And somebody in there knows him. This is and, called the hook. Yes. <laughs> is what it is. You know? And he brings them over to a card game and he even says like, no, I, I don't want to play cards, guys. I'll take all your money. And they're yeah. like, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You I know, don't want to play. Po- I don't want to play pool. I'll take all your, uh, yeah. I'll take all your money. Yeah. And, and he just hustles the shit out of him and and they get mad and he i mean he's drinking and drinking and drinking and he's taking a drug that makes him not feel the the effect yeah so he they're like clearly he is wasted yeah that we can beat the hell out of him and he just continues to beat him because they're hustling you know i love just him talking about it well and at the same time james woods is across the street with Bruce Dern. Yeah, putting, and the, putting the screws in, just making fun of his car, making fun of everything. Yeah, and and they have a bet on a fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce Dern gives him, you know, the obvious choice to bet on or whatever. Yeah. And then he stands up and, like, does a whistle and gives him a thumbs down. And, like, that guy just the guy just, just takes throw, a fall, just you takes know. A fall. It's um, great. It shows him this is how powerful I am. I yeah. am willing to make... These guys that are real athletes throw a fight yeah. because I said so. Yeah. I own this town, and you've real to find out he literally did own yeah. this town. Absolutely, and he, but he was also a gamble holic. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> I love Oliver Platt though when he's going when they when they get really angry. And, did I, I told you I was going to take your money? I know. Did, did I, I tell, tell you, you I was going to lose? No. no, I told you I was going to win. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, and, dude! 
And then that's when James uh, Woods comes in and just sweetens the pot. And yeah. The, and well, it all talk, started with honey with Roy Oliver. Palmer. Yeah, Oliver Platt. Well, Oliver Platt bumps into the picture of Charles making digs. Mm-hmm. He said, "He's like like this sorry motherfucker right here." Yeah. And they were like, "You got a problem with Charles making digs?" Apparently, uh, he was the biggest boxer in town. Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, he was good in his in his in his prime." He says, "But I tell you, he's no Honey Roy Palmer. He yeah. could take uh, ten guys. He could take ten guys in a day." And mm-hmm. the, they were like the bullshit. No one can take ten guys. And he says, "Yeah, well, I got a thousand dollars." So then, right when he says that, Bruce Dern's like, "Do I? Do but do you have ten thousand? A hundred thousand? Yeah." They just kept going up. Yeah, and up. it was a hundred thousand because he had he had the truck that he came into town with the car. He beat uh, oh, Bruce Stern's son. Won the best car you've ever seen. It was like a nineteen fifty-seven Camaro or something. Uh, like Corvette, Corvette. I think Corvette. Yeah, it was. Corvette. Yeah, it was. Um, and then still there was like cash on top yeah, of that. You it was know? a lot. And James Woods, lo and behold, is sitting in the corner yeah. and, you know. And I'll he, back him. I'll back him, you yeah. know. And oh, God, and, and playing stupid, too. Is this Honey Roar guy as good as you say he is? Yeah, the, damn not, well better be. We don't, we don't realize that James Woods has been doing scams with Lou Gossett Jr. doesn't want to have anything to do with it. He screwed uh, him out uh, yeah. back in Moline, I guess yeah. they were, where he uh, threw a towel on him when he was uh, – uh, when there was a ton of money on it, and he screwed him out of the yeah. deal. So, and and he set this all up before asking. Uh, I love it. I <laughs> before love Before asking Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah. about it, which was so great. Yeah. Well, and it's it's funny. So like Lou Gossett Jr. finds out about it, and he goes to uh, James Woods' apartment or yeah. hotel room, and he like bitches him out, and he's like, "You think I'm? You know, you think you can fool me this time? Yeah. You think I'm going to help you? Well, you're going to be surprised." And he yeah. walks out of the room, and then he knocks on the door, and James Wood opens it up. He's like. Pick me up at seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. It, the, the pacing of it was great. good. The, the, had like as much boxing as like five Rocky movies. Yeah. It. And it was like, because we got to see everyone train. You got to see him go through. They had, they had 10 very like recognizable faces that he had to fight. So yeah. you were like, oh, he's going to fight this guy and he's going to fight that guy. And yeah. it was great. And then <sighs> to the lengths that Bruce Dern would go to to make things happen and then the lengths that James Woods and he wasn't quite as shady as Bruce Dern. Yeah. And talk about, I mean, that last 15 minutes yeah. was insane. Oh my gosh. It was dude. just insane. Yeah, I would recommend Minoso it. Torres. Huh. Minoso Torres. I would like, recommend oh. this to absolutely anybody. Yeah. It's such a great movie. It's a great one, dude. Yeah. Good pick. I'm glad that Oliver Platt got to work as a sidekick because he really is like the ultimate sidekick. And yeah, oh my god. I liked gosh. him in the uh, the ref. Uh, was it no? It wasn't the, was it the ref? No, it was uh, Ice Harvest. Oh, it was so funny in Ice. Harvest. I've only seen that like once oh, or twice. He was so I think. great. He played drunk through the whole movie. He, he, dude, yeah. he he plays drunk like yeah. nobody's business. He totally does. All right, I'm going to go. Who do I want to end on here? Yeah, I know who I want to end on. So my next one is going to be, and this is this was a hard one because this guy always plays a great sidekick too, and I could have went to multiple movies in it. I'm picking Nick Frost as Danny Butterman in Hot Fuzz. Oh yes, now, dude. Now I love Nick Frost. He could this could have easily been Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it could have easily been At World's End or oh, The World's End. Yeah, I love all that trilogy. There is one of my favorites. I love that uh, that trilogy of films, and I also love the the callbacks that they do of them jumping over the fence. And yeah. jumping over everything. It's just great. But Hot Fuzz. I love Hot Fuzz. It's man. such a fun it's movie. It's such dude. a good movie. If you're a Simon Pegg fan and yeah. a Nick Frost fan, then you, you know what you're getting going into this yeah. movie, man. And it was this was actually more in depth and more of like a, a horror movie, an action movie for sure, yeah. and a comedy all rolled into one. It, yeah. had, it had so many different elements in it. I love the beginning where they just show 
all the stuff that Simon Pegg is. He's like the ultimate cop. He can do anything. And he's making the entire police force in London look bad. Yeah. So they, they just can't wait to like ship him out of there. So they ship him to this like small town in like rural England that's seen no crime whatsoever in like years. Right. Where the most thing he's going to see is like the geese gets loose and he's got to go find the geese. And, <laughs> and I love when he first meets Nick Frost and Nick Frost is like pissing on, on the street and Simon Pegg is making like, he, he's not even officially at work yet. You right. know, he's got to start work the next day, but he goes to a bar to have a pint and when he comes out, he starts, remember he arrests all the kids, the hooligans. That's right. And then yeah. he, he sees uh, Nick Frost and they bring Nick Frost in Nick Frost never mentions that he's also a cop. Right. <laughs> and then his dad's the chief of police. Yeah. So they get him in there and everything, and he's looking at his ID, and he sees that he's a cop. And they were like, what the hell? This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then they become partners, man. I, and Nick Frost is, like, enamored with him and when he finds out all the stuff he did. I, I love when he keeps, like, have you ever flew through the air and shot somebody before you hit the ground? Yeah. Have you ever done this and that? Well, because he was in completely infatuated yeah. with uh, action movies. Yeah, when he brings him back to his house. Oh, my God. He's like, you've never seen Lethal Weapon. And he, he's he's like, no, I've never seen it. And he opens a, a room, which would look like mine if I actually kept my movies in boxes. Right. And he's got, like, a thousand movies kind of, like, stretched all action out. Movies. All action movies. Yeah. What you want to see? Cop action movie. You want to see this? You want to see that? Lethal yeah. Weapon Two or One? Uh, and the part later on in the movie where he's got a he goes and he shoots the gun up in the air like oh, yeah. in Point Break, you know, like oh, oh man, it's so many great moments in this movie. I love uh, Timothy Dalton. As oh yeah, kind of the bad guy in this. Yeah, it it becomes like this weird different movie kind of in the middle of it yeah you re- because people start dying in there's town. some darkness to yeah. it yeah it, yeah totally it's it's dealing with a cult and it's dealing with some, a big cover-up in town that everyone's kind of ignoring and only simon Pegg seems to be realizing what's happening he's like people are dying here and he's like what are you talking about those were accidents yeah. no they weren't accidents oh. the the scene where the the steeple fell on that guy at the like festival yeah it, it just fell on his head and he exploded. They use a lot of digital blood in this, but yeah. it looked really effective. Uh, the one where uh, the girl's driving the car and gets yeah. fucking decapitated. Totally. Like, and they find a head on the ground and it, it's bloody as hell. And at some point it gets like more guns are shot than like any action movie. I love the arming scene again. You uh, know, it's like the flashback to like Commando and Rambo and I like, I love uh, Timothy Dalton. Here comes the fuzz. Yeah, <laughs> he works at that grocery store, and that big, that big guy from Narp. Uh, yeah he, from uh, Game of Thrones. He's like huge. Oh, in Game is he of on Thrones. Game of Thrones? He's the Hound. Oh, really? He's like one of the big main characters in that. Uh, this was like the first thing I ever saw him in. Yarp. Uh, Yarp. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. It was a good story. Like when it came down, do you realize what was going on? And that uh, spoiler alert, I guess there was uh, a lot of the old elders in town were like part of this thing and they were like killing people in town to keep the town perfect yeah but it was done in like almost a ritualistic way and they were making like they were making minor decisions on like people's lives like uh, he was a bad actor. Remember they killed the, the that's right. guy? Yeah. Ah, have you seen his plays? He's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't we kill him? That's so fucked up. <laughs> so they, they're not even using like, because there's no other normal crime there. They couldn't be waiting around to kill people who are serial killers because yeah. there's none of that happening other than by them. So yeah. It's just a fun movie. I, I love all three of those, man. Oh, yeah. Is absolutely. that your, uh, what's your favorite of the three? Uh, I mean, Shaun of the Dead is 
fucking hilarious. We, I watched, I don't know about you, but I watched it like a year before it came out in the States. Someone oh, got, really? It, it was released in England like a year before us. Huh. And one of my friends got a copy of it. And he's like, you got to watch this. I can only watch it on the computer. Mm-hmm. But I probably watched it 10 or 15 times on the computer before it even came out in the States. No shit. And I was like, oh, you got to see this movie. I can't believe it's finally coming out here. It's yeah. going to be huge. And everyone loved it. Yeah, I liked um, World's End. I like it more and more every time I see it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I when I originally it, saw it, though, I was kind of like, what the fuck was that? Their characters are completely different, where Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, their characters are somewhat similar. They're just a little bit different. Yeah. You know, he's still the, uh, Nick Frost is still the goofy kind of guy. And in World's End, he was like one of the ones that had his life together, was very basically. responsible yeah, and, and everything Simon like Pegg that. was a prick yeah. in, in World's End, and he wasn't really a prick in the other two movies. Right. Uh, so it was, what was the. Uh, what was the alien one they did? That was it. That's World's End. Oh, you no, mean no, Paul? No, 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 Paul. Yeah, yeah. 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 What how was you, the name how of that Paul? Know, man? Yeah, <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't the best. Yeah, I, I think I saw bits and pieces. I of saw it, it once mm-hmm. in uh, Seth Rogen's The Voice of the Alien, and it, 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 uh, it was okay. funny, but yeah. it wasn't like the other three. No, the well, other three were great. Motherfuckers doing Star Trek now. Oh, Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nick Frost is doing a whole uh, like murder mystery thing that's on. I think it's Hulu or it's another show where him and his wife are like. Uh, kind of uppity British uh, aristocrats that are actually killing people. Huh. And so he, he's killing it doing that. Hell yeah. I love him, man. Nick Frost is so funny. Yeah, when I discovered those two guys, I was in all the way. Simon Pegg, his career really took off. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the Star Trek thing, it really went crazy. And he wrote one of those things. Yeah. So he, he didn't, he's really in, in, on board for it. And you could have a sequel to any of those movies. Hot Fuzz, oh, Shaun yeah. of the Dead, or World's End. I would love to see. Or at least, or even a fourth one. Can't really include Paul. You can't really include into that. Yeah, I don't think. It's no, I kind think that was offshoot. just something kind of. Yeah, they did it, but it was. I think it was of, for those like other a, movies. Seemed like they had a pairing because they had everyone in those movies together, and like I said, they did similar scenes, like yeah. jumping over the uh, the fence Fences, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Good shit. <laughs> all right, what you got? All right. Um, wait, is this two or one? Should be one for you. For one, okay. Um, sorry, I just didn't delete all my screens. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to go with uh, Hector Jimenez as Steven Esquelito from Nacho Libre. See, I've never seen this. Really? No, and I, I probably should have. I know. I'm a huge Jack Black fan, and I know it's the same guy who did Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I didn't even realize I'm that. I'm pretty sure that's really? the second movie, yeah. Huh. And... Uh, I saw the trailer for it, looked good, but for some reason I just have never had the opportunity to see it. So I'm looking forward to being educated. That's crazy. So who's he was the sidekick to Jack Black? The yeah. guy you picked? Yeah. So um, Jack Black grows up an orphan. Um, and I'm going to very quickly get to the sidekick. Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing takes place at an orphanage, basically. And Jack Black always wanted to be a wrestler. And uh, what do they call him? El Luchadores, yeah, yep. you know? Um, and so that's what the movie is about, is Jack Black wants to be a wrestler, and so in secret he goes to try and be a wrestler. Was this and all subtitled, or was it a good chunk no, of No, it was all in it was English. A, it was English? Okay. Yeah, you're thinking of the Will Ferrell, that's Casa de Mi Padre. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Which I hated the first time I that saw. That might also be them, I'm not sure. It does feel like it. Yeah, I think that was just a Will Ferrell movie. Really? Yeah. Um which I hated the first time I saw it, but I forced myself to watch it again, and I was more like... I like Will Ferrell. Yeah, so I, I was can, like, okay, I, can... I see more of what you were trying to do with just yeah. being ironic instead of slapstick funny, yeah, you sure. know? Um, so one day, Nacho Libre is like, 
somebody's stealing his chips for the orphanage that is left out for him uh, by a kitchen. And so one day he decides, like, okay, I'm going to, you know, catch this guy. And since I want to be a wrestler, you know, I'm going to wrestle with him or whatever. So he sets a trap. And um, his name's just Steven. Um, (laughs) Like, (laughs) and Steven comes along and... uh, steals the chips and they wrestle or whatever and basically they become partners and dude he he's just so fucking funny like he's jack black's kind of the tumbly guy you know because he's thick and he's the skinny guy so when it comes to like the wrestling matches and shit jack black kind of stands a chance every now and again but Dude, Steven just gets the shit kicked out of him all the fucking time, dude. Um, and <clears throat> it's a really good kind, kind of along the lines of Napoleon Dynamite, like you mm. said. Like, it's a sweet movie. Like, Napoleon Dynamite falls in love. And, or Napoleon Dynamite, sorry. Nacho Libre falls in love. Um, and there's, like, kids at the orphanage. and But they have a good back-and-forth relationship. And so you know, it's hard it's hard to discuss it if you haven't seen it, hmm. you know? Um, but I love Jack Black. Yeah, oh, it's, he, a, he's it's one a great of those, movie. He's, he's like Will Ferrell. If you like all of Will Ferrell's movies, then you like him. And same with Jack Black. He's yeah. very similar in that aspect. Yeah. yeah. It looked really good. It's fun. Yeah. But it's also, like... It's it, also different. It's and, different, and it's Jack Black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but it's it, it's fun. Jack Black's going full Jack Black in it? Yeah. What's the name of this actor again? Let me see his um, picture. Hector Jimenez. I wonder if I've it, seen him here. Where right, am I looking? Right over here. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I'm not sure I've seen him I in anything. I think it's probably about the only thing he's been huh, in. Huh, that's interesting. Um, I'll check I'll definitely have to quick. check it out. I know I've seen the DVD, and they have the crazy book sales happening in two weeks. Where all the cheap Blu-rays are going to be, or DVDs, so I might pick that up. He's an epic movie. Oh, he's an epic movie. Yeah, I've only seen that once and didn't care for it. Yeah, he's yeah. the um, the fawn. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah, he's like half deer. Half oh, fawn. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But dude, great. check it out. It's great. Nacho Libre. I definitely will. All right, this next one favorite movie of all time no i don't get to talk about it surprisingly a lot we try to hold off on this yeah yeah one because, on, on number but, ones we don't I, usually talk a whole hell of a lot about but, but let's go because i love it like dave dave gets probably lucky than most people because he gets to talk about zodiac every once in a while it ends up coming up because we do fincher pods and we do thriller pods right and, or someone throws it in a wild card <laughs> 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 and uh you don't get to talk about uh, last dragon a whole lot yeah uh, unless it's, i was gonna throw it on this specific. one but i held off yeah but uh, Big Trouble Little China, Hell you yeah. know, and this is a very arguable one of who the sidekick is. You know, it goes a lot of different ways. A lot of people think Dennis Dunn's Wang Chi character is the star of the movie. I think he is. And that Jack Burton is the sidekick. Yeah. He's bumbling. He can't. He's very inept. He can't do a whole hell of a lot. Wang Chi kind of does everything he sets out to do. Yeah. You know, so my destiny, I put Jack. Dennis Dunn on the list just because he needs a slight bit more love than that Kurt Russell probably did. Sure. But really when it comes deep down, you could you could have made Kurt Russell the yeah. uh, the the sidekick. Sidekick, yeah. I love this movie. I've seen it more than any other movie. I'll be watching it in about three weeks when my birthday rolls around because I've been yeah. watching it for my birthday for the last uh, it's the one movie I watch on my birthday no matter what for the last twenty five, maybe even thirty years it could be. Came out in eighty six, so I've been like psychotic over it. Asked my cousin. This was always been like my big thing, uh movie. I when we we would drive across country 
And before we drove across country, I uh, put a my boombox up against the television and pushed record and, re- <laughs> and recorded the audio of Big Trouble in Little China. So I would listen to it in my headphones. That's fucking awesome. Uh, over and over and over again on like a like 30, 40 hour road trip. So yeah. I probably listened to it just probably 15 times without even seeing it so that's fucking great (laughs) so i just it's embedded to me to be and it's such a fun movie my god it's so fun man this is like everything i like about movies it's it's got sci-fi fantasy it's got action it's got really great comedy it's got really great characters one of the best things kurt russell's ever done and that's saying a lot because he's obviously he's done uh escape from new york and the thing and who uh, yeah see who me (laughs) jack burton Uh, (laughs) oh Man, I, the cast I love it. Just it hits on every note for me because I love the uh, the Asian uh, uh, stuff that's involved in oh, it. Yeah. Uh, I I could talk about this movie all day long. I love James Hong. I love uh, what's his name uh, Egg Chen in yeah. this. It could have easily been a sidekick in this. Dennis Dunn though, man, he just made that perfect sidekick, and that him and Jack were like such good friends that they were willing to go to the ends of the earth. Dennis Dunn, all Dennis Dunn wanted to do, he had a restaurant. He, uh, it's the uh, the uh, the Blackpool restaurant, and uh, that's one where Eddie was the major D and Uncle Chu, and uh, he finally scraped together enough money to pay for his love of his life, yeah. Meow Ying, Mao to Ying. be coming to town. Wrong place, wrong time at the airport. The uh, Lo Pan who heads. There's a myth behind uh, Lopan. Lopan was one of the, he ruled Chinatown. And then he went against one of the gods of the East. So the gods of the East cursed uh, Lopan and took his skin from him and made him into like multiple forms, but he couldn't have his flesh back. Yeah. And the only thing that could bring his flesh back is if he somehow found a girl with green eyes that he would sacrifice her and that he would get his uh, his flesh back. Well, but they had to withstand the blade. Yeah, the... the so... The blade was uh, a big ceremony that they had to go through. The burning blade is what yeah. they called it. And he just happened to uh, the, uh, the what was the, nah, see, I, I should be remembering everything. The gang and the uh, thing showed up at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lords of Death. The Lords of oh, Death yeah. were showed up at the airport where Wang Chi was going to pick up Miao Ying. Mm-hmm. And they snatched Miao Ying because they snatched her for Lopan. They knew she had green eyes. Yeah. And uh, that was a great when he showed the picture to Jack. He's she got green eyes. You know how rare that is. Yeah. <laughs> and well, they happened to be at the also at the uh, airport was the uh, the fabulous what the hell's her name Gracie Law. But I'm trying to think of her real name. Uh, she was in Sex in the City. Uh, yeah, I know exactly damn. who she is, but yeah. I can't think. She was also in Police name. Academy. Yep. Uh, what damn, the hell, Tim? It's on tip of my tongue too. I swear we've done this before. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? What I can't. I can't, I can't think, think of her name. name. <laughs> She'll always be Gracie Law to me. Uh, I'll you have to up. look it up. She's yeah, also gonna... in Mannequin. Yeah, yeah she was great. In How can we too. not think of her name right now? <laughs> I've got to uh, come on. I've got to so figure the, it out. So Lopan's now got a great thing. He's got two girls with green eyes, you know, and it just this whole kind of adventure that Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall, yeah. God, dude. Great adventure just ensues and I can't wait. We're talking about going to San Francisco now and I would love to go to Chinatown just to, and I would pull up like all the locations and go to all the locations that they like recorded the movie in. Yeah, that'd that would be, be awesome. awesome, man. That fight between the two gangs in the middle of the street with yeah. the three storms were so great. And I, this is like, I just loved everything about this and then when you got to see them go to Egg Chan and you realize that he was, he was 
was not a mild manner bus tour guy, but he kind of was a super powerful man and owned half the businesses in uh, Chinatown. And he had like an underground kind of entrance into the to a like secret world that like took place under Chinatown. Yeah. And then they had to actually enter that world and fight, like use the six demon bag yeah. and, and fight the creatures that came out of the like oil, the black blood of the earth. That's and right. Yeah. Then the, that head that had the different eyes. And I mean, was this crazy. was, this is something that should have spawned movies upon movies. And it did spawn some well, comics. And that big, that big, hairy, big, big hairy creature thing, that came like, out at the end that made us think, Hey, there is going to be a sequel to this. Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't though. And there's still rumors that they're going to do it. I heard the, the Rock bought the the rights to it, and I, I, he can do it. They're not going to take my big no. trouble China away from me, so I don't mind when people do remakes and everything. Yeah. But I I read the comics when they first came out, and they were bad. They were oh, really? not good. Yeah, and maybe it's just because it wasn't curt, and the it just seemed cheesy as hell. Maybe mm. they were just doing it to an audience that was way younger than what I was supposed to be into. Right. I mean, maybe it was perfect for a ten year old, but I didn't much care for it. Uh, so. I'm I'm always I would still there's no reason why they can't bring those characters back and do a real just continuation. Don't do a reboot. Mm-hmm. Just do Kurt Russell as an old guy still driving the truck. Yeah. Still driving the pork chop express. Pork chop still express. being fa- uh, Dennis Dunn looks awesome. He looks like he hasn't aged at all. Oh really? So it I, he would totally be on odd. Lopan, I'm not sure is still with us. I think I James think, Hong has died. Yeah, I think and, they're both and the, gone. And the, definitely Egg Shanna has died. But Dennis Dunn is around. Kim Cattrall's around. Eddie is around. Uh, Margot is still around. She she became famous on another TV show. So the the main bulk of the cast is still there. And I mean John Carpenter. I I love John Carpenter. John Carpenter is one of my favorite uh, directors. You know I oh yeah, two of my dude. top. Five favorite films were directed by him. Big Trouble in China, Escape from New York. I loved him. And Prince of Darkness, we're, we're going to be talking about in a few weeks on our Halloween pod. One of my, it's on my top 20. Really? They Live is on my top 20. So John Carpenter, when it comes right down to it, probably my favorite director. He's not the best at sequels, though. Mm, you know? Yeah. He, I mean, Escape from L.A., uh, it just didn't <laughs> cut it. And he didn't really have anything to do with the other Halloween movies much. after He wrote number two, but they didn't direct it. Uh, and then I'm not sure he ever came back and did it, uh, did it because these new ones aren't him. That's uh, that's Danny McBride's. Uh, oh, that's right. That's Damn, doing I the, forgot that's about doing that. Doing the new ones. Yeah. Damn. So it's great. I mean, he's still John's. I think a producer on it, and he's probably. I think he's he's definitely doing the music. Mm. So that's where John's coming in. But I don't think John has made a whole hell of a lot of movies. I think his last big one was called The Ward, and I don't think I even saw it. I right. hated Ghost from Mars. Oh, so horrible. One of the worst movies I ever saw. Which the one, one with Ice, T- Ice, uh, Ice Is that the Cube. Val Kilmer? No, Ice Cube, the girl from uh, Species was in it. Natasha Henstrick. Yeah, she what's, was in it. It was bad. What's the one where they're on Mars and they have the robot, like, dog? Oh, that's Red Planet. Red Planet. Yeah, that one was decent. That wasn't that bad. No, Ghost put... from Mars was horrible. Uh, I, I love In the Mouth of Madness. Such a great genre. That's one of my cousin Eric's favorite films of all time, In the Mouth of Madness. So good. Have I love done, the fog. I, love the I know we've done a space pod, but have we ever done an like, interplanetary? Like, something yeah, like we that? did. Like, uh, I think we filled it as uh, off-planet sci-fi or on-planet sci-fi. We did uh, both of them. So 
I'm all about sci-fi, though. Yeah. I'm sure we could sure find another sci-fi pod to do. But Big Trouble in China just makes me happy, man. I just oh, love fuck it. fuck yeah, man. Every time I, I, I own so many copies of it, and I own I own like three different Blu-rays from it. I own the VHS. Every time I uh, see a new collector's disc out, I'm a sucker. I just I need it. I know I got several of them. <laughs> Why not? I'll buy it. I've listened to the commentary probably 15 times. It's such a great commentary where it's just Kurt and John Carpenter talking mm-hmm. during the whole thing, telling stories about it, telling stories about different actors and what they did on the set. Yeah. Such so enjoyable. I love. They did a commentary also on uh, the thing, and it was awesome. And oh, they, really? And they did another commentary on one of his other movies, Escape from New York. Awesome. All those commentaries are really fantastic. And I don't watch a, listen to a whole lot of commentaries anymore, but those ones I definitely love. Mm-hmm. So, picture old China man. Hell yeah! Can't well. Real quick, just honorable mention the one that got booted. Oh, who got booted? Uh, I was gonna go barf ah, from space. Good sidekick. You can yeah. ha- you can leave it for sidekicks <laughs> part two because there's definitely a si- uh, sidekick. Oh yeah, part definitely, two, dude. Yeah, we could have done uh, Earl uh, or uh, Joel Gray from Remo Williams Band. I thought about it. Ultimate I side. thought if about you it. hadn't just talked. About I know. It, yeah. We'll, we'll wait a little. We'll wait till sidekicks four, but yeah. he might come back for that because sidekicks there's a huge category there. There's a huge oh, yeah. kind of opening for it. Well, next week, next week we've got thrillers. Me and David are specifically 2,000 thrillers. Ah. So it's going to be really good. We have an awesome list of movies that I've been watching and catching up on. It's the perfect time because thrillers can be horror movies, but they can also be action movies. So they can kind of they kind of shoulder that one area there where they kind of dip in between different genres. And I always uh, I'm a big fan of thrillers. Uh, and then our big Halloween episode. Hell yes. Oh, man. We, our Halloween episodes are legendary, if you don't realize <laughs> it. Uh, we're going to do all demons and possession. Demons, Satan, devil, all that evil shit. Listen to the episode. Yeah, see? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think. Uh, uh, South Park. South Park, <laughs> South Park Satan is one of my favorite things. I love, I love Halloween. I love that... Uh, I'm able to watch a whole bunch of uh, horror movies uh, in the month of October. And then we're going to have a special after kind of Halloween pod where me and Eric, I'm going up north for a few days. Me and Eric are going to record a horror wild card. And, man, I got some obscure horror movies that I bought nice. recently that I can't wait to talk about that we haven't talked about at all in the pod and I haven't seen for a long time. I've got a, I got a guy on eBay that's selling me all sorts of like horror movies that I haven't seen. TV movies that should not be for sale for like cheap cheap prices i just bought i I don't know if it's going to be on there but i just bought troll and like basket case do you remember basket case i want to see that one dude basket case is a wild movie man i love that one you never find these movies i haven't seen that in probably 25 years every movie he drops i'm like that should not be up here i'm buying it i'm buying it so he's probably got 100 150 of my money in the last few weeks but i've gotten some really good ones like obscure west craven ones you remember deadly friend with uh, the Buffy the Vampire, Christy Swanson, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't think I saw that. Uh, the Return to Horror High is another one that was awesome. Uh, American Gothic I picked up. Uh, Ants, which is like the old 1979 uh, movie with Suzanne Summers with the ants that are just killing people. Really? Kingdom of the Spiders with Shatner. That one I've heard them. of. Yeah, yeah, really fun. I think I talked about that on a wild card one. Episode. Okay, maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Fun stuff. So we got some good stuff coming up. We're gonna do something fun for Thanksgiving. We're gonna do something fun for Christmas, man. Hell yeah! Have to work some uh, some fun holiday pods up. Tis the season, talk some Krampus. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, dude. That'll be good. So, 
Yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, check us out. Fascinatingwithfilms at gmail.com. That's where you can shoot us an email. You can also leave us a like or a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes, our two platforms. Or you can just shoot over to Facebook and uh, check out the photos we drop every week. And you can communicate with me and Justin through there. And uh, we'll get back to you. So until next time with some uh, 2000 thrillers, see ya. Peace. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for, Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for me. Vote for Pedro. 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 <laughs>